Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 464, On the Road Again. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Barb Rankin. I have a terrible sense of direction and get lost rather easily unless I am using my Google Maps app. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share what I learned from our family vacation spent traveling on the road along life's highway each summer. Well, happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope your week is off to a great start. Isn't it hard to believe that it's already the middle of July and kids are going to be back in school before you know it? That's probably going to make some parents very happy and some kids rather unhappy. Where does the time go? Well, today I'm going to talk about summer road trips. And since I am, I think our fun fact will be about the American Automobile Association, more commonly known as AAA. Here's a little information from Wikipedia and from AAA's own website about their organization. The American Automobile Association was founded in 1902 in Chicago, Illinois, by nine local automotive clubs that realized that they needed a national organization to address motorist concerns. At that time, automobiles were not in mass production and were primarily owned by wealthy individuals. Now, most roads that were back then made out of dirt and gravel were not suitable for this new expensive mode of transportation. Henry Ford changed that in 1908 by revolutionizing the automotive industry, and then ownership became more affordable for the masses. Reflecting the increasing popularity of what they called motor touring, that was hopping in your car for the Sunday drive, AAA issued its first domestic tour book in 1917, and then in 1926, they published their first series of tour books. They issued the first modern-style AAA roadmaps, and then they began rating the tourist accommodations. If you were going to ride somewhere, you had to have a place to stay. AAA has pushed hard for toll-free improved highways and for highway beautification programs. Over the years, AAA has been one of the nation's leading advocates of highway safety. Today, AAA clubs primarily provide emergency road services to their members, and I'm proud to be one of those. These services include towing, tire changes, and battery replacement, and trust me, I have used every single one of them. AAA also provides discounts on many goods, services, and tourist attractions to their members. AAA has reciprocal arrangements with a range of international affiliates. In general, the members of the affiliates are offered the same benefits as members of the AAA while traveling in the United States, and AAA members are offered equivalent benefits while traveling in the territory of the affiliate. Their international affiliates include ARC Europe, encompassing the leading European clubs, the Royal Dutch Touring Club in the Netherlands, and the Canadian Automobile Association in Canada. Before the advent of map apps on smartphones, AAA was known for its triptych booklets, which were travel maps that provided a route for your automotive trip. Nothing said, 
summer road trip like the neatly bound paper booklet from your local AAA offices that highlighted your preferred route, the areas of road construction that you can avoid or maybe not avoid, and the visitor points of interest along the road for your family vacation. The trip tick is electronic now, and I'm not certain if you can get paper copies anymore. You could probably still print them out. Oh, but the fun of flipping pages as you traveled along the way. Now, perhaps some of you have had some summer vacation stories that you would like to share, things you've learned while traveling or visiting family. So why not tell us about your experiences on the Friday Forum? After all, the Friday Forum is your opportunity to share what you've learned so that all the other listeners and I can learn from you. It can be a message as short as 30 seconds, or it can be several minutes long. It doesn't matter, as long as it's a story that's going to benefit us. And you know you've got something to share. We all have stories about our summer vacations and our road trips. Now, you can participate in the Friday Forum by visiting our feedback page or by calling our voice feedback line at 304-837-2278, or you can typey-typey out a message and go ahead and send it in. It's always nice to get mail over the summer, especially for folks that have gone off to summer camp. Now, we don't want an empty mailbag, do we? So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. So what did I learn yesterday? It's summer in the Northern Hemisphere. This is the time when many families take a summer vacation. It's also a time to visit family, friends, to explore new places, and to make special memories that can last a lifetime. My mom worked for Pan American World Airlines back in the day when flight attendants were called hostesses or stewardesses. She spoke both Spanish and Portuguese and flew on the South and Central American routes. Needless to say, she loved to travel. But it actually began earlier than that. Mom grew up in Oklahoma, and her parents were originally from Illinois, so her family used to get in their car and drive back to Illinois to visit their relatives at holidays and during the summer. Her mother's favorite aunt and cousins lived in Los Angeles, California, and the family would periodically drive there as well, stopping to visit other relatives along the way. One uncle lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Another oversaw some of the irrigation canals in Mesa, Arizona. So they had places to stop and rest. I have an old picture of my mother, her brother, her mother, and the favorite aunt sitting on the beach wall in the L.A. area in the late 1920s. She learned early in life how easy it was to travel by car and how you stop and you see the sights on your route. When mom worked for the airlines, she lived with fellow flight attendants, and when they had vacation time, they hopped in the car and off they went. Mom visited Colorado. She explored other western states. She just loved to drive and to travel. My father died when my brother and I were very young, and my paternal grandmother was afraid that my mom would remarry and Granny would never see her grandson again. We lived in Florida. She lived in California. So we had the entire United States between us. She actually tried to convince my uncle to take us, the grandchildren, away from my mom so that he and his wife could raise us in California. He refused to have any part of that scheme, but he did tell my mom. On the other side of the family, mom's parents tried to convince her to move back to Oklahoma so that they could help take care of the kids, us. 
Mom put her foot down and said no to both groups of people. She said her home was in Miami, and that's where we were staying. End of discussion. However, Mom had a strong sense of family, doing the right thing, and compromise, and so began our annual summer road trips. We drove to Oklahoma every year and then on to California every other year beginning when I was five years old, from Florida. We received survivor flying privileges from Pan Am when I turned 12, and then we flew to California. But for many years, I looked forward to our annual adventure. In the early years, when my brother and I were still young, either my grandmother or my great-aunt would make the trip with us to California. But as we got a little older, it was just the three of us on the road. Before we set out each summer, Mom would take the car to the shop and make sure that everything was in working order. Then she would head over to the AAA office to pick up the maps, guidebooks listing motels, restaurants and attractions, and our triptychs. The route was always highlighted in either an orange or green marker, and in the back of the triptych, there was a travelogue where you could note how far you traveled each day, where you stopped, how much you paid for gas, for each meal, and for your lodging. The booklet became a mini diary of your daily activities in your trip. As the older child, I became the navigator. I had to pay attention to the triptych and tell mom what roads to take and where to turn. I also used my math skills to keep our expense records in the log. We had to watch our spending, so I tracked where the money went. I felt proud to have been given that responsibility and was pleased to be helping Mom on the trip. During long stretches when we remained on the same road and there was nothing to see, such as driving across western Texas or across the desert, Mom had travel bingo games for us to play as we watched for road signs or other things you would see while driving, such as trains, birds, roadside signs, bridges, etc. We would see how many different license plates that we could see in an hour and write them down. We would play naming games, beginning with the first letter of the alphabet. We were encouraged to use our imagination to keep busy and to try to keep us kids from picking at each other so that Mom could drive in peace. We probably spent the night in motels or inns for less than 20% of any trip as we normally stayed with relatives. My grandfather had a huge close-knit family that was spread out literally from coast to coast and all points in between. We visited so many relatives growing up and I learned so much about them that when I began creating genealogy charts much later in life, it was easy to recall the information and to record their stories. I also had a lot of pictures of each relative because who didn't want to pose with a couple of cute kids? And we did more than that. Mom got to travel and see things as well, and her enthusiasm was catching. My fondest memories are of the simple things that we did. Panning for diamonds in Arkansas. Visit old glorious mansions in Louisiana. Fishing in a Colorado stream and feeding the chipmunks picking cotton in a field somewhere in the south, eating pie at a favorite inn overlooking the Pacific Ocean, watching the salmon jump as they moved upstream in Washington, seeing dinosaur bones in Colorado and Utah, visiting our country's national parks. We explored. We took old country roads, 
dirt roads, gravel roads. We saw people living in many different circumstances and in many different places. We learned about our country. We learned about our family. We lived. Here's what I learned. Well, I never did learn directional skill sets, and I'll always be dependent on a map or an app. I can still get turned around and lost in a heartbeat as I proved when I recently visited Chicago for podcast movement and got lost walking from the train station to the hotel. But that's another story. I have learned that I have my mom's desire to travel and explore. Whether it was inherited or simply learned from her, I don't know. But it has made me curious and inquisitive. It helped me feel confident about striking out on my own and being independent. I learned that I don't have to follow the crowd down the main road. I can take the path less traveled. I've learned to keep my eyes open to what is around me, to try new things, to savor what I've tried. What about you? What memories are you making? What new things are you exploring? I hope that you, each of you, enjoy your summer vacation. I'm Barb Rankin, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you would leave a review in iTunes.